Thank you for listening to the Joyful Youper. I am your host, Mike, and I am your Joyful Youper. Today is hunting season, folks. I hope you got out there and got that big buck. I've got a 10-pointer that's kind of playing cat and mouse with me. And uh, I didn't see him today. I let about 10 or 15 other doe pass. And um, a few spikes I let pass, too. Just let them grow, folks. Let them grow. But more to the meat of the show. Like I said, we're continuing our interview with the deacon and this guy is such a blessing and he's really has a heart to serve and he practices what he preaches and that's so important you know if you're gonna say it own it do it and he really does so at the be- end of this episode, you're going to hear the deacon say something. And he couldn't have been more right. But I'm going to let you find out what that is. So thanks for listening in again to the Joyful Youper podcast. You said something to me yesterday. Uh when you got to town and we were kind of talking you like and i said you know it was pretty much he said i'm here right now i'm i'm right here i'm in the moment and you live in the moment you live where you're at and you know like you said we uh we all have that past that that past that's you know the the perfect people would just kind of look down their noses and say I I can't hear from him. I can't receive anything from him right. because because he wasn't perfect. Right. And you know, we we all have that past and that struggle and even those people or they say, "Well, I don't do that anymore because I'm perfect." And <laughs> um that was complete with the hand flare on that one yeah, too. Yeah. Um <laughs> I talk with my hands, which is probably a good reason why I do a podcast and don't, you know, record these on video because people would be like oh my gosh i'm so distracted by your hands i I have to fidget with something but um i have a drum under my desk for when i uh when i have to fidget but living in the moment not in the past and you know that's one of those things that you know it's just like it's incredible and it's so it's freaky to a whole lot of people um, there's a lot of people that have like anxiety issues where they have to plan out every Absolutely. every little thing, and to those people that with the anxiety issues that that have to have a plan that have to pretty much you know they need that plan they need that schedule, and that's a big struggle with my wife and I when when we first got together it was hey I'm just gonna do this there was no plan there was no list there was there was not that uh. <laughs> First of all, it was a lack of communication. Let's break it down to what it was, you know. Um, but so one of those things was I didn't have a plan. I didn't have that thing. And my wife is the kind of person who likes to have that schedule, likes right. to have that, you know, everything kind of thought out. And, you know, and so every morning we talk about, hey, what's the plan for the day? It used to be, you know, whatever. I, I, I'm learning. I'm still learning. Uh, <laughs> but 
to those people that you know are having that that struggle to live in the moment that you know what would you say if what would you say to them for those that a those people that have to plan everything out because life doesn't always go to plan Absolutely. as as we all know life does not go to plan Absolutely. um what would you say to those people and what would you say to those people that are that are just like kind of struggling to live in the moment and so there's i would say there's three types of people right there's the ones that have to plan the ones that live in the moment kind of mm-hmm. and then the ones that live in the past okay so what would you to the ones that live in the past and to the ones that have to plan out their entire day in their future what would you say to either one of those well, to all three of them, I say this. If you want to make God laugh, tell him your plans. <laughs> you know? And, and, and we're not in control of our life, no matter what we think. You know, our life has been set for, for us, and we are to travel down that path. You know, and for people who um, must be in um, or, or feel that they have to be in control, of those that feel that they had to have everything planned. But life is not like that. You can't plan everything because things change like that. You know, I might want to go this way, but then there might be a detour in the road that makes me go the other way. And then that way there, now I'm all confused. I'm all messed up because my whole plans have been made to go straight. Now with this detour, I'm caught off balance. I'm caught, I'm, I'm, I'm lost because now I have to go another way. You know, it's just like when people be talking and they speak, they got a speech and a word and everything on a piece of paper and they're, they're reading from this strip. Then all of a sudden a big wind comes by and blows the strip away. Now they're standing there lost because they don't, they don't have an alternative plan. They don't know what to say now. You know, so what we have to do is say, if this is your will, Lord, and this is the way it's supposed to be, well then, okay. Let me do that. You can't always plan everything. You can't always write the script and, the, and follow the script. You have to be able to adjust. And why so many people fail is because they're unable to adjust. They're unable to adjust to failure. They're unable um, to, to, you know, a lot of people say, I'm not going to get married until I have this. And I'm not going to get married and have kids until I'm a millionaire. And I got a million dollars and I got all this and I got all that. But sometimes that might not even happen. So you don't miss out on children. You don't miss out on life. You don't miss out on love trying to get the perfect thing, the perfect the perfect will and the perfect situation. And there is no perfect situation. You know, there, there, there is no perfect situation because we're not perfect people. And when we realize that, we're able to deal with our past because our past does dictate our future. You know, and sometimes, I, and I, I tell you, I suffered myself from that, from the past. You know, especially when I used to drink a lot and, you know, and a lot of things used to happen. And I used to say, well, you know, if I would have did this better, would life, would my life be different? I don't know. I can only speak for this life that I have right now. And because of this life I have right now, I know that planning don't work all the time. I'm not saying don't have a plan, but I'm saying don't, don't put all your eggs in one basket as far as that plan. You know, know that things are going to change. Prepare for a change, you know, have a backup plan, have another situation instead without saying, but well, this is the way I'm going to go and there's no other way for me to get there but this way. 
There's always the different avenues, different streets, different lanes, different circles to get to one pl to get to another place. And we have to realize that. Um I think that you know, I said that uh you know, making God laugh with and telling me your plans. That that is so true. I mean, my gosh, that's think back five years ago like for me five years ago my my plans were nowhere near what i'm doing now if if you would have said five years ago hey mike you want to do a podcast and you know you want to be a motivational speaker i would say i think you're absolutely nuts yeah yeah but it's one of those things that you know you feel that you know one of those yeah i wouldn't say that calling but you feel that longing to say this is this is what i want passion yeah, that passion, yeah. that passion starts to build yeah. that, you're like, oh, and all right, I've got two sticky notes, and no, and the deacon had no idea I was going to do this to him, but, you know, I, I think that spontaneity is the spice of life, is that what they say? <laughs> I've got, uh, I got two sticky notes, one at each hand, I'm going to have you uh, pick one, Okay. right, and then we're going to talk about it. Okay. All right, all so right. Uh, uh, you pick one. Which one do you want? Oh, just pick. I just, just one. No, you don't get to look at it. All right. You just pick it. All right. So he picked out speaking with authority, and this was going to be a topic of my one of my podcasts of speaking to authority, kind of speaking to your own situation to where you're at. So I'm going to give you a second to prepare. I'm going to say what I was thinking when I wrote that down. Okay. Um, so when you speak with authority on to where you're at, you know, I'm going to do better. I'm going to, you know, quit crying about this. I'm going to be happy, spread joy, have hope. And I'm going to stop wallowing in my self pity and just speaking with authority of saying to your situation, say, you know what? It sucks today, but tomorrow's a new day. And one of the things that has helped me, um, I had a, I always had a hard time with authority growing up. Mm -hmm. um, authority was taught at the end of a belt. Okay. I mean, that's just how it was, right? Yeah. It was authority by fear. And one of the things that really spoke to me um, about Christianity was it was authority by love. Mm -hmm. So it really kind of, a, you know, I'm not saying not to fear God, but it was authority by love. It was, you know, you're going to respect that belt. Only until you get the end of it. You know what I mean? Okay, okay. That once you're, once you're far away, you're once you're far enough away from that punishment, there goes your respect to that 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 authority. Right. But that authority by love is, you know, it doesn't matter how far you go, you know, how far away you step from that, yeah, how far away from, you step away from that authority figure, right. you know they love you, and that's what gives them that authority. Right. So your situation, speaking with authority to your situation and where you're at in life, if if you don't like where you're at, let's go somewhere else. Yeah. Um. You know, I didn't like where I was at with a lot of my jobs, so I said, and I was complaining, just complaining, yeah. you know, whining and moaning and complaining, and someone said to me, "Well, why didn't you just quit?" It was it was an epiphany. <laughs> it was amazing. Why don't you just quit and do something else? Like, hey, that's a good idea. 
and it just some you know that that was a a simple a simple example, but it was speaking to authority. And it's like you know those like you said, you know, words have power. Yeah. Like you said, you know, words have power, and if you can't you know speak to your own situation and, and give give your own self help. Like you said, you don't want to. If you become disappointed in yourself, yeah. you can't. Uh, you're not going to be able to help anyone else. No. But so, when you think of speaking with authority, uh, as defined, you know, kind of like within your own self, to your own okay. self, in your situation, what do you think of? Well, as a as a man of God and a one who believes in God, I know that He is my authority. So when I speak, I speak the word. I speak the words that are written in the Bible. I, I, I speak the authority given to me as a, as a born-again believer and follower of Jesus Christ through the Word of God and the Holy Spirit. So I don't, the, my authority comes from that, from that. It comes from the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. It comes from the, uh, the resurrection power of Jesus Christ who died on the cross. It, it comes from that. It comes from the Word because I have come to believe and live the Word of God. And that is my direction. That's my purpose. That's my 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 life. So I follow the word of God, and I ask the Holy Spirit to give me strength. I you know there's scriptures for almost every situation that we're faced. I like to get a scripture and stand on that scripture. Just like now I have financial problems per se, but then there's a scripture that says God will provide all of my needs. He will provide. You know, when you're sick, he will heal. He is the great healer. You know, so if you stand on these scriptures and you say, well, Lord, I'm saying what you said. You said that you supply all my needs. You said that I am healed. You said, not I said, because I have no power. I have no authority. Even even in the, the real situation, I'm not a cop. I have no authority, but I have to follow authority. Right. You know, so it's the same with the, in the spiritual realm. I have no authority, but I follow and ask for the authority to come and to give it to me. You know, and that's how I live. I live that way. Say, Father, you said, and stand on his word. You told me to do this. You said, you said, not I say. And that's how I do it. You know, I listen to the word. I listen to this, read the Bible and the scriptures because so many things and just so many interpretations are out there now. You have to know what is correct. You have to know where the thought is coming from. Because you can be, you can be, you can be searching for something, and it's not the right thing. You might listen to the wrong authority, and you'll never ever get what you achieve. You know, but if you put your hand in the hands of the man from a Galilee, you just can't go wrong. You know, he done did it. He done did it. So how can, and that's one I was saying like before, when you know somebody has done something for you, and you know someone's able to do something for you, if you know someone can provide for you, you have no problem in listening to that person. You have no problem going to that person to ask him to do what he did before again. So that's how it is with God. You go to him again and say, Lord, you, I was homeless, and you brought me out of it. Lord, I, I, I didn't have. You gave. You made a way. I'm out here in Iron, Iron River, you know, up here, and, my, and you have put Mike in my plate, in my, in my path to help me. You know, I didn't do that. What am I doing here in Iron River? I don't know, but God knows, and he's using people to help 
with that situation and to provide. You said God don't do nothing. He put people in your path. He, he is the one that speaks to you to do things. You know, if you're obedient, he's going to do it for you. Yeah, and like I said, it's... Like I said at the, the beginning of this, this uh, episode, this podcast, it's the deacon is so full of inspiration and joy and motivation. And it's just like, you know, sometimes I need it too. And I'm <laughs> often, oftentimes I need it, you know, and it's like, man, it's all of the life lessons that, you know, I, I've, uh, you know, it's like a summary. What you're just saying is it's a summary to me. Like, yeah, I, you know, I heard the same thing last week uh, from the assistant pastor. I heard that and it's like, all right, all right, all right. You got, you but have, you apply it. <laughs> I'm like, you have my attention, Lord. You've got it. All right, now what? Okay. Uh, <laughs> and um, like you said, it's that, you know, we don't have it. We are nothing, right? But we are everything. You know what I mean? It's by ourselves, we're nothing. Right. And it's, and, you know, it's like, okay, the will. And it's where, you know, it's, there's a verse in the Bible that says, um, you'll direct my paths or something like that, yeah. you know, and, or my footsteps. And it's just like, steps. yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's like, Man, it's one of those things, you know, and I was, you know, I was at work uh, this past week in Marquette, and I was like, and I had to have a COVID test. Yeah. I've never had to have a COVID test. This is my first time. Okay. And like, in all of the pandemic, I just had one last week. First one. And I'm like, all right, this is the test. <laughs> and I was complaining. And I was just like, I was in one of those moods, and. You know, and that's kind of a reoccurring thing to me because I'm still growing. I'm still getting there. It's, you know, I was like, oh, so I said, you know what? All right. If it's your will that I continue to do what I'm doing, yeah. where I'm at, you know, let this COVID test be negative. But if it's your will for me to do something else, you know, something else, let it be positive where I'm not able to do this. And when it came back negative, I, I I threw a little fit inside. I was like, "Oh come on, man!" But I want to do this, and it was you like, had your mind. "Yeah, yeah, yeah, yeah." Yeah, exactly. I was like, "But I was like, all right, fine." You know, I I put it out there, and that's what it's gonna be. You know what I mean? And so it's like, I was like, "Man, I kind of wanted to go somewhere else. I wanted to go in a different direction." Just because I was moody, and it turned out, you know, obviously it turned out good. I'm actually gonna get, you know, a paycheck this month, which is fantastic because um, some months it, you know, money's tight. So I'm gonna get a get a paycheck from that this month doing that. So I was he like, knows okay. Knows what's good for us. We only see what's in front of us. Right, right. He sees the whole picture. You know, it's already <laughs> been worked out already in heaven. You know, so we get that way. And that's how come we get discouraged, too. We go back to what we're saying, this, the, being discouraged, because, oh, man, I wanted this. <laughs> right. But, oh, you ain't listening to me. You ain't helping me, you know. But it's all part of the big plan, you know. And, and, and so many times we think that we're doing this on our own. 
You know, we might not believe, we might not understand it, but we think that we woke ourselves up this morning. You know, but we didn't because Jesus is in charge of life and death. We did not, you cannot do anything on your own. You may think that you are, and you might go a long way, but sooner or later, you're going to have to stop and realize that you are not doing this. You are not in control of your life. And when, and sometimes when that happens, it's a, it's a blow. It's a, it's a letdown. Drugs and all kinds of stuff now becomes the answer, you know? But it's, it's all part of a plan, you know, and it's going to be all right. It's going to be all right. No matter how it looks right now, I promise you, it's going to be all right. So speaking with those, like, for instance, those those ones that are on, you know, that are struggling with drugs, that are yeah. struggling in that in that throes, you know what I mean? And and I'll be the first to admit it, I'm addicted to coffee. Okay. Uh, I mean, that's, that's okay. you know, you know, anything can be an addiction. I'm addicted to coffee. Absolutely. And, I've been there. you know. I'm addicted to coffee. If I don't have it, oh, watch out, world! I am yeah. crabby, um, and I've got a headache, and it just goes, and that's an addiction. But for those of us that you know are in that, or you know, like in the harder stuff, those are you know, there's a lot of meth going around, a lot of other hard drugs, you know, heroin, crack. Like you said, you've been there. You've been there. You know, you've right. you've you said it. You know, you were that alcoholic. That, yes, that you know, you were that crackhead. That yes, I was. You know, that person who was doing that. You know, what do you say to them? I mean, like, what could you just to motivate them to say, you know, if if I had someone struggling right now, if I could call them on the phone and say, hey, you know, without Get into their details. Just know that, hey, you know what? They're struggling. What would you say to them just to kind of? Well, I would say to them simply, no matter what you're going through, no matter what situation you're in, once you give your life to God, he will make you a new creature. He will turn your whole situation around. He would he would bring you out of that. When I was smoking cigarettes, marijuana, um, smoking crack and drinking liquor and all of them, I stopped. Not on my own. I didn't go cold turkey. I gave it over to the Lord and I stopped immediately. And he had taught and kept me for 20-something years. And I've gone back to crack houses. I've gone back to the places that I used to go to the people who knew me could see. And they say, well, something is changing you. You know, it's not a change that comes from a 12-day program or, or detoxing. It's a change in the way you live and the way your life is. And that's what I can offer to anyone in that situation today. Give your life to God. Change it over to Him and let Him handle it. He wants to change you. It's, we cannot change ourselves. We can stop and we can do this and we can, you know, um, recover for a while. But... It's not really getting rid of it because it's always that thing in the back of your mind, am I going to slip up today? Or in the back of your mind, am I going to go back to what I used to? But once you let God take it, and he makes you a new creature, a new creation. And in that new creation, you are what he wants you to be, he, what he has predestined for you to be. And that's be happy, be, be uh, 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 productive, be fruitful, you know, to live a good life. You know, God don't want you to be poor. He don't want you to be in those situations. He wants you to be rich. Thank you for listening to the Joyful Youper podcast. Stay tuned next week. We are going to continue 
our interview with the deacon. Remember, you can find him at all of those lovely, lovely spots. Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, Patreon. Look him up. Download this episode. Thanks again for listening. Stay tuned next week for more.